Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched three things this week. We started off with the new film Polite Society, a mild spoiler-ish alert for that one. We actually managed to sort of avoid the major plot points around it. We danced a little bit around it, but you could listen to this episode without having seen the film, although we encourage you to see the film first. We then watched the new and latest interpretation of Peter Pan, which is called Peter Pan and Wendy. That one's out on Disney+. Plus. Major spoiler alert for that one, although, you know, it's the story of Peter Pan, so you're probably already vaguely familiar. And then finally, we watched the first three episodes of Love and Death on HBO Max. Spoiler alert for that, although it is based on a true story so you may already be familiar with it and now without further ado here's we're watching what we watched polite society what did you two think i'm gonna start with jackie it was it was cuter than i expected it to be like i was um pleasantly surprised i thought some of it was pretty funny i won't say that i i'm obsessed with it or i loved it i think you know i have critiques but i did enjoy myself okay matt yeah, I felt similarly. I, I had a good time. I, I did not love the trailer. I think I told you that. And so I was it I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the trailer for sure. Yes. Uh I did think like the script could have used like a couple more revisions. Just like tightening okay. and just kind of like like fleshing, if you will. I will say uh-huh. the first half of it, and this is not necessarily a criticism if of, of this type of writing, but the first half of it, I was seeing it as one film, and then the second half, I was like, "Oh, okay, it's a different film." It's and a so very different film. The, yes. <laughs> so in the middle, I was disappointed at first with certain story choices until I saw where it was going. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it was like, obviously, we spoil things here. So, but it yeah. was a thing where I thought this was was going. I, I really would have appreciated the kind of uh, oh, these fights are happening, but they're like. You know, she has an overactive imagination. It's all happening yes. in her head, but like that's, that's just how she's dealing for. with things, you yeah. know? Yeah. But it was going to be a commentary on growing up and letting go, you know, uh-huh. that kind of thing. And I thought that would be really good. So then I was really annoyed that she was right that they were bad. But then yeah, I had this commentary, a larger commentary on like women and expectation in society and like being birth ovens and all that kind of stuff I was like yeah. okay, I like that too <laughs> you know what I mean like so yeah yeah so I didn't like I had the same reactions because I thought it was so much funnier when it was kind of all in all in her head uh-huh. you know what I mean like I thought that the, that the comedy of it worked better when we thought that she was just a psycho uh-huh. and so I was really enjoying myself and then all of a sudden I wasn't enjoying myself because I was like oh it's real and not interesting and then just like you said I really I didn't hate the ending so by the time we actually got to the end, it was like, oh, okay. So it, was, it lost me in the middle, basically. Okay, okay, that's fair. I loved this movie. I was not expecting, I mean, I knew, I thought I would like it, but I ended up loving it. And I think part of it is one coming from like a martial arts background and knowing that the director like legit came from a martial arts background. and was like, you know, took karate with her sister. I agree with you. The trailer is not good, but the one thing I give it credit for is not giving away the second half of the movie because that would have ruined everything. Because by the time we get to the like, oh, this is a thing. I was like, oh, wait, is it a thing? Is it in her imagination? You know, what's going on here? And I think if I'd seen that in the trailer, I think they would have been really tempted to be like, here you go. Like, here's the whole spoilers. And then what's the point of watching this? You know? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a sci-fi film. And it's like, yeah, and, it, yeah. and the trailer gives you no, no idea of that. But also I would argue even the trailer barely gave a story. I just didn't, I, I barely knew what it was about, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. which is okay. I just, I didn't love the humor in the trailer wasn't getting me. Yes, mm. And it got me better in the movie. Uh, so yeah, I thought, uh, and I thought it was pretty well acted and it was fun. And it, it kind of, I liked that it just wasn't, 
afraid to just be what it is. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it didn't, I don't think it felt like it had to do anything to serve anybody necessarily, like, mm-hmm. you know, specifically yeah. for audiences. It just kind of was like unapologetically just what it wanted to be. Itself. Yeah. 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 And both no, movies I, I thought it was, or the, the movie I thought it was, and then the movie it ended up being, I liked them both. I just, yeah. I just almost like wanted one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? More fleshed out, if you will. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that it was fun. Yeah, it was it was unexpected for me, and I, it felt. Did either of you watch We Are Lady Parts? No. Okay, that was her series. The the um, Nita Menzor is the writer director, okay. and it was on Peacock, and it's about like a Muslim punk rock all girl band in Britain. And I ended up I watched it because I ended up doing a bunch of stuff for this movie, so I was like, oh, okay, let me like watch We Are Lady Parts as a, a sort of you know research. And I ended up really enjoying it. I really like her voice because I, I think to your point, you know, she is speaking to an audience, but she's not being like, oh, I'm being messagey. I'm doing whatever. It's just like, here are real characters who might exist. You know, they're hyperbolic characters, but they are still, they they feel like, you know, uh, uh, authentic representations of like the inner monologues or like the inner versions of, of people. And, and you know, I agree with you that the like, is it real or is it like a dramatic representation of how like a teenage fight feels and all that stuff is... It could be clearer, but I I didn't mind the vagueness of it, of like, is this actually happening? Is this not? The vagueness is okay. It's more just, I thought that that was going to be like the point of what's going on, mm. kind of that it was more, this is a commentary on growing up and having to let go and like yeah. having a hard time dealing with change as a teenager. Yes, which and is going to be such a good segue into our it. next film. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I thought like, yeah. oh, okay. I thought like that was really cool and I was into that. And then it wasn't that. And I was like, oh God. And then it, yeah. And then it went to a place and I was like, okay. And, and yeah, I think the commentary on, like I was saying about just the way that they were scanning the women and oh, ideal fit, this and that, whatever, like oh, ideal host or whatever. Yeah. I, I thought that was also very important and gross. You know what I mean? But like yeah. that, that is a thing that um, is out there, you know, yes. that people. Mm-hmm view women in that way. And so well, yeah. it ended up being something that felt culturally significant, but also very just like, this is not a cultural problem. though. This is a yeah. everything, probably everywhere, <laughs> the whole world problem. And it was, so that was interesting. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. It's very funny because I watched this. I watched Indian matchmaking and I watched this other movie that comes out this following week uh, called What's Love Got to Do With It all in like a mm. row. And they are all about very similar you know, Indian Magic is a, you know, a reality quote dating show or docu-series or whatever you want to call it, you know, what's love got to do with it is a very kind of by the book rom-com. And then this, which I thought was going to be similarly veined, which it is, but then I was like, and we've gone in a different direction. Yeah, like, but it's so much more. <laughs> yeah, but this is my favorite of it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I recommend it with the two of you. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I've, I already have. Oh, good. Yeah, and I like that we have officially, technically, not given. We haven't given it away. We've given. We've talked about some weird things, but we have not actually given it away. That's true. So yeah, you, could, you yeah. can still watch it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mild spoiler alert. Go us. Yeah. <laughs> pat pat on our backs. All right. Well, moving on to the story that well, the boy won't grow up, and the story that will never stop getting remade. Oh, Peter Pan and Wendy. <laughs> Matt, let's start with you. I really, really liked this movie. Stop it. Stop. I did. This was one of my favorite adaptations Please. of it, I think. I, I, I I'm serious. Stop. I'm very serious. You really didn't like it at all? I hated this so much. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. I was, I I was, I was very into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I wasn't, like, as obsessed as Matt apparently is, but, like, I enjoyed myself. I had a good oh, time. Oh, no. Ever really? Yeah. Oh. 
Oh wow! Okay, please yeah. tell me why. <laughs> I I I thought that it was the way they up. They, I have my notes, but the way they updated the story in several ways made me very happy. Okay, and you know because I now Peter Pan is one of my favorite animated of the Disney animated. Okay, classics, but it is I understand how problematic and yeah this kind of fixes certain things too that like I'd never even really thought of as problematic in it okay. even like just. Even just the simple, the girls aren't all just at war over each other over their love for Peter. Like, I never really thought about that, honestly, which I know, I mean, I should think about that, but I never really thought about it. But like Tinkerbell being this jealous little thing and whatever. Mm. And even like that simple thing, I thought was so cool. And like, uh, I, you know, obviously the portrayal of, of natives in the original is very offensive. Yeah. But I never really considered that the kidnapping of Tiger Lily and having her tied up in Skull Rock to bait Peter, I never considered that also being something that was as like, Oh, gross. And I really liked that it was switched here. And it was like Michael and John were down there and Tiger Lily was leading the charge to save them. And I liked uh-huh. that she was this warrior. But what I loved the most about it was honestly Captain Hook. No. I loved Jude Law's performance. I also <laughs> loved what they did with his character. I was like, this to me was how you, fle- how you flesh out and give of the villain a story that is something that totally kind of gives them some sort of redemption without not letting them be the villain. And then it calls out Peter for the villain he is. And he never gets called out in these movies. And I loved it. Okay. Fair. Uh, Jackie? Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the updates. I thought Jude Law was fantastic. I thought Ever did a great job. I I don't know. I was just, I I enjoyed myself. Okay. I yeah. had the opposite experience as everyone. <laughs> I will uh, acknowledge that I am not a Peter Pan, the animated version person particularly. I have seen way too many remakes of the story of Peter Pan or various versions of it in the last few years, and I feel pretty soured on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they wanted to make this the like hook, and obviously they couldn't call it hook. I want. I feel like they wanted to make this like the, the you know Cruella version where we you know uh uh Cruella is the protagonist or Hook is the protagonist but I, so I don't know why they made it Peter Pan and Wendy is my big question around this. I also felt like it looked really cheap. I hated his wig more than words. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's real bad. Wigs. Wigs, yeah. uh, wigs <laughs> you know I but but also like you know uh, I get it. We're Disney. You know, he has such lustrous hair in the in the animated version. I know we're not the animated version, but like you couldn't have given him a better way. Anyway, yeah. I so I again, I, I don't think I've seen the original like animated Peter Pan in a very long time. So I don't remember the Tiger Lily stuff. I mm-hmm. respect that they had her speaking some sort of indigenous language. And I know it's a fantastical land, so we don't have to explain why nobody else speaks it. But everyone understands her. I don't know if this movie passed the Bechdel test technically, because even though they're not fighting over Peter, they're still all like, you know, talking about. It. And the the two biggest beefs I had is I feel like I didn't get enough of an intro to the family and Wendy and the like the darlings and stuff like that. Like they they were just like, uh, you're going to boarding school, okay, bye. And then the other thing is all these weird the sea shanties and like the additional songs. I feel like it was, I don't know when they went into production, but I feel like it was when the TikTok craze of sea shanties was hitting. And they were mm. like, ah, yes, you know what youths were like? 
a bunch of grown men singing in a film for children. And then they added way too many sequences. And now it is however many years later and it is not in vogue. And, you know, it just felt really out of place. I, the whole thing, I was like, why is Hook hate? It's what's weird that he's fixating on this little boy. And like, I get, I get, I get why, you know, they, they explain it, but I just, I did not like this movie at all. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I'm a, like I said, a fan of the Peter Pan story. And I think, the things like Hook fixated on a little boy, like that was happening in the original. And it's like, yeah, 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 book, yeah. You know, it's like, this is the first time we've actually gotten yeah. a story that actually explains like, oh, this makes sense, you know? Yeah. And I loved that. And I think I actually liked the songs, but I, I hear you, but I, I liked them. I mean, um, they were fine, but there were too many of them. And this movie mm. did not need to be an hour and 45 of what they gave us in the 45, you know? Mm. Yeah. See, I, 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 I liked, I was entertained the entire time. I didn't love the last fight with the ship going upside down and all that I thought it was a little much and then my biggest thing actually was I actually thought it looked really good I was excited to see real sets and locations like they built that pirate ship and like I was like all those the sets and in Skull Rock and all that stuff like that he found this new I think he said Newfoundland is where he, whatever they filmed it or whatever but I was like oh my god finally one of these remakes where like they're filming on location somewhere and it looked like a real movie to me I didn't love some of the special effects but I think like the Everything looked cool. I feel like we either A, have different screens, B, uh, watch different movies, which is very (laughs) possible, or C, yeah, I don't know. The parts I paid the most attention to felt not real to me. So I, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I got nothing. My my biggest gripe, and part of it could be because of, part of the the disinclusion could be because of the uh, fighting over Peter and being mean to each other as women or girls, but I was, I thought it was very uh, diabolical not to include Mermaid Lagoon, but you know, yeah. I don't, I don't remember any of this. I yeah. just, I have no, one of my favorite lines. It's like, when they're trying to drown Wendy and he's like, oh, we, were alone. <laughs> only- like, we were only trying to drown her. <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm, I don't mind being in the minority on this one or the, yeah. but well, I, I think you're in the majority because it, oh. it's, it's a, uh, its score on IMDb is one of the lowest I've ever seen. Oh, well. When I, when I looked at it and I was like, oh, wow. But uh, I have recommended it to a couple people and they have also really liked it. So I don't know. Oh, yeah, you know. I also, one of those ones. I know it's so hard because it's like kid actors. I did not like Peter. I also did not love his performance, I will say. Okay. And that's why I actually think. We can at least all oh, agree oh, on that. Yeah, the Peter Pan and Wendy title, though, with what you said about that. To me, I think it it made sense because it was. It's it's always been Wendy's story. It's always just been called Peter Pan because it's that's the story that yeah, she's yeah. obsessed with. But the story that you read is about Wendy. It's just uh, this one was the first one where I felt like it really gave her more agency than the other ones has. Yeah. And maybe that's maybe it wasn't enough. I don't know, but it was more to where she was actually a human character in this rather than just the symbolism of a mother to the Lost Boys. You know, so it was just yeah. kind of, uh, and an object for Peter. It was more, and I, I would say she was, I mean, in it more than he was. It, it should have been called Wendy and Hook. <laughs> well, so the reason, they yeah. couldn't call it Wendy because three years ago we got a film yeah, called Wendy. Wendy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's. Yeah. It's. <laughs> yeah, but it could have been called thing. Wendy Wendy and Hook. But yeah. but I just, my point about the villain thing, I just liked, because I, I, I get. I get sensitive about these villains being made good. And I, we talked about Cruella. I really enjoyed Cruella, but I didn't love that it was like we had to make her 
good and we couldn't just let that be. Yeah. I, I really dislike Maleficent for that reason. Uh, but I thought that this was like, wow, it made me care about him and I felt for him and I understood where how he became this way. But then if you watch it, every decision that he made the entire film was still bad. He never turned to a good decision. And I, yeah. I loved that. Yeah, no, but I think that's fine. But I just, I think I would have been down if they'd ex- explored that more, you know, like sure, I, that's yeah. fine by me instead of trying to weave in all the other stuff or make it just Wendy's film and don't make it with his backs. I don't know. I just, yeah. not for me. Not for me, but. I also wanted to shout out. I loved that one of the, the Lost Boys was an actor with Down syndrome. I thought that was really great. I, yes, yes. Well, well, yes, I very much like that, but I did feel like. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh, this feels very performative in some ways. But, oh, you know, representation in any form is still progress and all this stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's just because of some of the stuff going on around the film. He seemed to get as many speaking lines as anyone else in, in The Lost yes, Boys. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. No, they, they like, clearly okay, tried they never, you know. very hard. And I don't have a problem with that part of it. But it, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I wish. Yeah, I just shouted out I like that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, you know. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree on whatever the hell we watched. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I completely forgot that David Lowry, you know, flips back and forth between things like the Green Knight and then like Pete's Dragon. Because Pete's Dragon is my other favorite like remake from. I love that movie. So I I thought it was fine, but I was just like, what? How do you go from that? Like, what, what do they have on him? What is it? What's It's one for me, one for them. All right, fine. But yeah, okay. Moving on to Love and Death. I actually ended up watching the fourth episode because I have really been enjoying this show. But how about I the didn't two watch of you? the fourth one. So okay. I, I won't spoil. Yeah, I'm really enjoying myself. <laughs> I'm liking it really okay. Good. Yeah, I'm no. liking it okay. I'm not obsessed. I, I did not know. It's funny, I didn't watch a trailer for it before it came out, so I actually didn't know what it was about. I didn't either, I did, actually. Yeah, I did not realize it was candy. And obviously this happens all the time where two different companies make the same thing. But candy, I thought, was better. And so I'm having a hard time with that. So, fun story. I didn't know because I didn't watch Candy because it was Jessica oh, okay, yeah. Biel. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't watch Candy either, so I guess I don't know. Okay, yeah. so I didn't know that this had already been made very, 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 very recently. That's yeah, last year, and and I was okay. like, and so I just had no idea this was about her, and so oh. I just, I just oh, Elizabeth Olsen new show, like why not, you know? Yeah, and, and it's not bad by any means, but I I Candy I found more compelling right off the bat. Uh-huh. And it's very, it's similarly done. However, I will say in Candy, I felt her chemistry with him and the affair more than I'm feeling it here. Okay. And, uh, but that being said, it's not, it's not bad or anything. And I, I imagine I'll probably continue it because I think it's well enough done, but I just was a little like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I never watched Candy. So I guess I just don't have that preconceived notion but I really like I mean I find Elizabeth Olsen always very compelling as like she just does such a good job so yeah and I do I, I do and I think it's her accents more but I, I love her <laughs> I, I love get her. it yeah. yeah I don't care about yeah but I I understand that. I kind of I don't know they grew on me as a couple like at first I was like okay but I think that was the point sort of at the same time because she was just sort of picking him out of a barrel sort of 
Yeah. But also, I mean, I think we're supposed to feel something in that moment at the volleyball court or whatever, you know. Yeah, to me, it, it's like. <laughs> yeah. I think but I was kind of like, I don't really. Him, you know. Yeah. And I wasn't really seeing that. But <laughs> I did laugh. I was, I was <laughs> when watching the first episode, I was like, when she's like with her friend talking about potentially having the affair. And I was like. Oh, it's Wanda and Jessica somewhere in the multiverse, know. Just, you know, oh, living a different yeah. life. And then I, it made me start thinking, and I went down this whole spiral where I was like, you know, I think for the foreseeable future, and this is not a dig at Elizabeth Wilson at all, I love her, but foreseeable future, when I see her in things like this, especially things like this that are a little uh, dark and, you know, I'm like, I'm going to start seeing everything as like, oh, this is Wanda and the new created reality trying mm. to have, have have a life that she wants. <laughs> and then, like, seeing her in this, like, superficial, like, religious type of, like, role. And I was like, I She's totally just trying it out. You know what I mean? Wanda's trying it out. Yeah. Like, maybe this is, maybe this is the key. The key is yeah. this weird religious community in the middle of nowhere <laughs> yeah. uh, raising kids. And it turns exactly. out wasn't. It wasn't Not what she wanted. Yeah. Yeah. She wants she's more. Into it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I was laughing at that, but it, but it was just uh, – but, but yeah, it's uh, it's a very interesting story. So well, I almost I, wish I didn't know it. <laughs> well, I don't tell me it because I do oh, not want, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no. So uh, yeah. this has created a paradigm shift for me because now I have Googled what the real people look like. Yeah. And, and <laughs> but compared to the cast of Candy versus this, and I think because my biggest, this is not a fair, but... No offense to Mr. Dunst uh, uh, or Jesse Plemons, who I think is actually a really good actor. He is, yeah. The hotness, and I know that's the point, but he's just a regular schmo, but she's just like, him. It's kind of hard to be like, "Mm, but the hotness. Yeah, the the hotness discrepancy is aggressive. But I kind of like, and I don't know, I mean, I haven't seen the other one. I don't know, whatever. But part of me kind of likes that it, I mean, we'll see where this story goes. Obviously, she. I think it has more to do with her just being bored and wanting more than yes, anything yeah. to do with the dude. And so, for me, I feel like that makes sense. So it's like she becomes obsessed with like the. Well, I mean, I don't even know what happens, right? So I don't know where we go from here. But you know, if she ends up being a killer, or if the other girl ends up, you know. I think it's more about the competition than it is the dude. Yeah, I I agree. I think that not that Jessica Biel is an unattractive person, but like I guess Pablo Schreiber plays yeah, he was hot. him the the you know the the guy she has the affair with, and I was like that you know that feels a little more evenly matched to me in terms of just conventional like Hollywoodness. But and, and again, I think Jesse Plemons is a great actor, and I I am enjoying the show a lot. So I don't, but I every time I'm like him. <laughs> Really? But I, I guess that's the point, right? You know, it's it's just also whoever I but I can't I should look up her name. Um the woman who plays uh the the wife of oh, Alan. Lily Rabe. Lily Rabe, oh, yes. Oh, okay. That yes, I love all right. Her. That I that name now is she's great in this. I'm yeah. I'm she yeah, annoys the shit out of me, but yeah. Yeah. I loved it because obviously I know you didn't watch American Horse Race season two, Dana, but no, no, she I did not. she plays <laughs> Sister Mary Eunice in that. That's the first time I really like remembered coming across her and uh so it was fun to see her in another hugely religious world but she's uh she's a wonderful actress i love her but yeah. melanie linsky plays her in cake and you i see that now i'm like cake. 
<laughs> I said cake, but candy. You can't go wrong there either, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Both are good. That's the thing is like, it's not to like disparage one for the no, other. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's like, it's so fresh for me. I'm, I'm so recommend tempted to compare it and No, honestly, yeah. Yeah. I, I. It's very well done. It's funny now that you talk about it, I remember it existing, but I didn't before this. So it was just kind of, yeah. Interesting. I do kind of like that, like, I, you know, I, I remember seeing the ads for the other one and then, like, she's in this huge wig, which I'm sure is more mm-hmm. realistic to the haircut that this person in Texas had. But I kind of like that they're, like, letting Elizabeth Olsen just be, like, very pretty. And again, this yeah. is the contrast to, <laughs> like, Jesse Plemons, you can do whatever you want. Like, have as many yeah. donuts as you'd like. <laughs> like yeah. And I think, you know, like, I think to that point, that's actually getting at in my mind where it's hard. I'll have to see them both completed at the by the end, but where this yeah. is feeling like it's potentially slightly more inaccurate than that one was. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's bad, you know? Yeah, well, this one has a lot of very aggressive disclaimers at the end of every episode being like, this has been fictionalized, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> like, all this but at the oh start, it's like, this story is true, or this is a true story, and then at the end, right, it's like, right. this is fictionalized. It's like, well, which is it? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Jesse Plemons lost a lot of weight after. Did he? Yeah, or I, it looks like his his press photo or promo photo was just like half a person. Wow. But well, then it's like doesn't seem put healthy. on weight. Yeah, for I know that's the thing. I was and like, I don't think he's a particularly like svelte person normally, but yeah, not that there's anything wrong. But it's just anyway, it's a whole. And you know who is an executive producer of this? Mm, I know it's no, I don't. It's the, we come, no. we come to this place. <laughs> Oh, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I, I didn't realize. It's yeah, of the undoing, so that makes sense, huh? Yeah, but I, I you know, I, I realize it's David E. Kelly who is like so many of these law, murder, blah 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 things. But I'm like, all right, do your thing. Yeah. But I'm enjoying it. It's only seven episodes. I, I'll definitely finish it out. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it? It's it's an easy enough watch. It's not. Yeah. Like you're watching it and being like, oh, wow, stupid. Oh, terrible. It's like it's full of good acting and good scenes. And I'll definitely, I think I'll finish it too. Yeah. All right. Well, we're watching what? What else have we been watching? I watched Elemental at an early screening over the weekend, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point. We and probably then, will. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think that's that's all I've been oh. watching since. I. Yeah. I watched... <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm still just deep in New York Housewives, but I'm not like as you should be. Yeah, you know, I don't think I've really watched anything else. <laughs> well, you see, she's met Aviva, so she had to. Oh, she oh, well, she she's to entered a new era. Where was she supposed uh-huh. to be here? You know, yes. yeah. It was so I stayed up till like three in the morning once because they were like going on a trip, and I'm like, oh no, the trip episodes. Are the trip the episodes best. are the best. Yep, I have to stay up, you know, and it was worth it. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. I was telling Jackie Dana one of my one of my favorite housewives trips is New York, but it's like a little bit later on. But it's in Mexico. Really enjoy. Oh, the <laughs> the unwell. Okay. Yeah. So deeply yeah. disturbing, but yes, it is truly amazing. Am I the only one of us who watches Sweet Tooth or watched Sweet Tooth? I think I watched the first season. I didn't watch the I didn't second. And I don't remember. I don't remember knowing there was a second. It just it came out last week. Oh, okay. I thought the third just came out. Okay. So no, no, I'm... no. They, they they just renewed it for a third. They announced today that That's they renewed why. it for okay. a third. That was... Yeah. Because I was like, wait, season three. I was like, I didn't know there was a second season. Nope. <laughs> season two just came out, and I, I think I forgot ever. I mean, I didn't forget everything, but I forgot ninety percent of what happened in season one. Um, yeah. and see, there, I didn't for whatever reason a little like last season on play didn't play. So I was like, oh, oh. Yes, yes, yes. but I I do enjoy the show. I I think it's a 
an interesting post-apocalyptic, you know, uh, thing. And, and there's a little more, um, pandemic commentary in this version because even though it's the premise of it going into it anyway and they filmed it before it's not you know it, it they they it's a little heavier touch even though it picks up right after you know the season one ended there's like no space between them in the in the timeline of the show so you know and then i started watching this it's on netflix as well it's called king of collectibles and it, it feels like it's like a six episode it feels like it wants to be like selling sunset for collectibles but instead it feels more like storage wars mm. in terms of like the people on it but there's the thing that made me laugh very hard is that the first episode this guy has all this sports memorabilia and it's like you know a babe roof baseball and like jackie robbins and stuff and all this stuff and he's like before you are allowed to sell any of my collection for sports stuff you must sell my beanie babies <laughs> <laughs> and, and they they bring in like a PH, a woman who has a PhD in like antiquities appraisals or whatever to like get these beanie babies. And I just, I was with my mom and I was like, Mom, I told you, I told you Sunday. <laughs> so I just, I just have to have like a Babe Ruth baseball in order to lure someone to, you know, get yeah. this appraiser to come to me. But yeah, it's, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. I watched it in the background, but that first episode made me laugh very hard about the beanie That's babies funny. i was like those. i think my sister still has her beanie oh we still have like, all of our beanie babies yeah because yeah. because of this my mom my mom wouldn't let me get into it she was like well no. your mom is a smart lady <laughs> your mom Susan. chose correctly no, she was on like, that mm. one yeah that was a prudent call susan mox <laughs> but yeah that's that's been mostly it and then survivor i'm still watching I'm, i think i'm one behind oh survivor is Survivor started again? Oh, yeah. We're like halfway through a season. I wonder why it's not showing up on my up next. Oh, well. That's weird. Because your Apple TV is trying to just be like, Jackie, you need to get through this first. <laughs> it was, it's like, you need <laughs> like you will, to You will only watch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like. this first. Yeah, there is nothing but <laughs> New York. <laughs> All right, well. We shall resume next week. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And that is actually it for this week. If you like this episode, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.